Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. BTSC Nation, welcome back to the Steelers Hangover. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. Tony Defio, you're alongside with me, my man. I sure am. I'm having a good time tonight. I, I, I needed this to uh, stay awake. This is a uh, this is later than, than usual for me with my new job. So this is uh, this is fantastic being with you. Yeah, well, I'm glad to be here too. Um, Tony got a chance to uh, hear the chaos that goes on in the uh, in the bad house um, bef- between eight and nine o'clock with all of the chaos. It has there were some threats made. You had my wife yelling, "Not at me! I'm not in trouble." But uh, I witnessed it. Yeah, witnessed Tony it. heard it, and my wife uh, just does not understand that. Uh, the children before bed should not be throwing waffles at each other. <laughs> so. Right. Unless, uh, unless they're throwing them at me because I'm hungry. <laughs> and Tony's like, yep, that's why I'll I don't have children. <laughs> but no, I mean, just typical fun right before bedtime. And uh, so I got a chance to escape all that. So thank you. I'm glad to be here. And we're going to be here on Monday nights uh, uh, between the eight o'clock and nine o'clock hour af- as we get a, uh, a new standard put into place and we will figure it out as we go along. That's what the off season's for the off season's for tinkering. Isn't it, Tony? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you make change, you experiment and, and, and you see how you see how it goes. I mean, we, we have what nine months before we have to worry about uh, changing things up again before the season. So let's see what, ha- let's see how this new format works. Well, I tell you what, I'm uh, I'm just glad to be here regardless. I am thrilled to see how many people are uh, checking us out live. Right. Um, you know, in an off-season show, that's what makes you. I got to tell you, if you are checking out this show or listening to this show, 
and it's the off season and the Steelers are not playing next week. The Steelers are not playing until September. You're checking it out. That means you're a true Steeler fan. I don't Heck care what yeah. your views are. And guess what? Any views are welcome. Look, you don't have to agree with me. Tony will tell you. Tony knows me. Tony's known me a long time now. Tony knows I'm wrong a lot, right, Tony? I don't know that, but, I, but <laughs> I, I know you take everything in stride, which is what you need uh, when you're talking Steelers, because because it could be pretty intense. And I bet you, not only are they are they in the live chat, but I bet you half of them have a mock draft already drawn up, and they probably drew it up like an hour after the playoff game. That's how dedicated those people are. Yeah, I, I I'm already thinking of about mock draft. We're not going to do that yet, but I'm going to tell you this: for all of you, I'm glad Tony brought up mock drafts. Check out on the website, Dave Dave Schofield will do mock draft Monday every single Monday, and he'll uh, he'll show a different mock draft that he's seen as far as the Steelers' possible number one pick. I didn't get a chance to see it yet today, but I'm excited to uh, check that out. So make sure you check that out. But right before the draft, two weeks before the draft, Tony and I are going to do our own mock draft. Uh. Yeah, Tony hates that because it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I gotta get, I gotta ramp up to it. I, I gotta, it takes me a while to ramp up to the draft, so, so I have to I have to really study this year. And then next, the week after that, we're not doing the mock draft. We're just gonna be we're gonna be Roger Goodell. We're just gonna be announcing the next pick, right? Because you will be doing the mock draft. We will have a we will uh, take thirty two of you to take the first 32 picks in the draft and you will go ahead and announce it live on the hangover. And it'll be a lot of fun. We did it last year. A lot of people, uh, yeah. a lot of people, I'm seeing a lot of people in here already that were involved in that last year. So uh, that's, that's a lot of fun. So we'll be yeah. doing that too. But like I said, if you're checking us out right now, you're a dedicated Steeler fan. Um, you have the right to be frustrated. You have the right to be hopeful. You have the right to be anything that you want to be because that's your Steeler opinion, and we respect that as long as you're cool about it. Now, you guys do a great job at throwing trolls out of the live chat too. And uh, gosh, we had a really bad one the other night on. Uh, actually, I had it on. I, I think somebody got rid of them on my uh, tales from two a.m. yesterday, but. Um, so that's a, a show that we brought back for the off season too. We just had a terrible Browns troll. And I like, <laughs> like I said, we have had fans from every other team come in and some of them are so cool and they're really cool about it. And I love it. Um, <laughs> Rhino Toll says draft beer is the only draft I'm interested in right now. That's really <laughs> funny. Um, but um, in April, you might be thinking different. I, the draft is like April 29th, 30th. And yeah. for and you know what the worst thing about the draft this year is going to be? What's that? It's in Cleveland. Oh, oh, don't don't they have enough? They already beat the Steelers. <laughs> now they get to host the draft. Come on, that's too much for them for one year. They need to spread it out because they're not going to their their future's probably going to be bleak after a couple of years. So they need to they need to spread these these, these uh, good things out. Yeti says, love the show. It's my therapy with the Steelers brothers and sisters. Yeti, I appreciate it. It is therapy for a lot of us. John Knox asks, what's the recent history I just got here? So the recent history is ni ni 1918, 2018. And we go back to 2018. The Steelers 
part ways with one Todd Haley. They, uh, their parting of ways is your contract's up. We're not going to renew it. A day later, not even a day later, the same day, they say quarterbacks coach Randy Feetner is our new coach. Right. Now, back then, we they didn't post it. They didn't do anything. We all knew, though, that that was Ben's hire. I don't think that uh, this is Matt Canada is exactly Ben's hire. Um, I don't really think that uh, they're consulting him too much this time around, being the fact that he might have one more year left, and that's it. Um, you really, some people feel that you should usher Ben out the door and say, okay, thanks. Uh, here's your gold watch. We'll see ya. We don't need you anymore. They did that with Troy Palomalo. I'm not a big fan of that. I, uh, but I also feel that Ben as a leader should be the one that plays ball and works with whatever situation he has. This could be a transition year. You can't turn, you can't, uh, make this change right now just to please one guy. Right. And that's all I'm trying to say, Tony. Am I, am I off base on that? No. I mean, you have to think about the future uh, as far as as far as your team is concerned, your organization. But if you're going to keep Ben for one more year, you don't do that if, if, if you think it's going to be a transition year. So I think if they if they keep him around, which, you know, I don't see them cutting him. I think it, it would just be too much of a cap hit for them. And if he wants to come back, then, yeah, you're going to lose some players. But you knew that anyway. You knew going in to the season, you were going to lose maybe a Juju, a James Conner, a, a Dupree. So if you're going to keep Ben for one more year, then then you're going to, you're probably going to do that with the mindset of going for it next year and, and trying to get that Super Bowl on the way out the door. And yeah, they have a, they have a, a guy in Matt Canada who has a different philosophy than Ben's used to. That's why I said earlier, if you're going to, if you're going to do this for 2021, you got to have a marriage of philosophies between the two of them. So, uh, uh, I don't think I, I think you're, you're right, but I, I don't think it's a trend. I don't think it's going to be a transition. I don't think they're looking at it as a transitional year. I think they're looking at it as we have to go for it. And this is our best chance to go for it with Matt Canada as the coordinator. I am seeing some new names in here. And hey, if I bought your last name, go ahead and spell it phonetically in the uh, in the live chat and I'll correct myself. So I'm going to try this one. Gino uh, Capinu. I'm going with Capinu. What do you think? Capinu, I think Capinu for Capinu? Yeah. That's a cool name. I like that. Um, can this team go get to a Super Bowl with Mike Tomlin again? That's the million dollar question. Yeah. You know, they, they actually can. They uh they were on the right track this year when things fell apart. When I'm saying things falling apart, the defense. That's uh in the lot a lot of the reason the defense fell apart. You didn't lose just one linebacker. You lost that linebacker's replacement. And I'm talking about Devin Bush and one Mick Spillane, Robert Spillane. Um, then you lose Bud Dupree. Right. And that's, that's, a big one. that's a whole new thing. And they still were playing very good football. So, you know, that that's that's the thing there. I mean, they still have it where they could they could make a Super Bowl. The the key to it is this, and Justin Schur says it. Brian and Tony, what is your ultimate goal you both would like to see with a coaching decision for the new offensive coordinator? And John Knox says, I'm getting to a point here. Give Ben a number one defense and a Derrick Henry-ish running back and things will be pretty good. They had pretty, <laughs> they had pretty close to that number one rushing, rushing defense. Right. Actually, that number one overall defense, they were pretty close. They had a very good defense. 
they got hurt at the end. They got COVID at the end with, uh, I mean, losing Vince Williams down the stretch for two games, losing uh, Joe Hayden. And don't forget, when somebody comes back from COVID too, they're not automatically 100%. It right. seems like it, it takes them a little bit to get back into uh, into play. I mean, I think you definitely saw that with Vince Williams. So my ultimate goal for the uh, coaching decision for the new offensive coordinator, a guy that could, a guy that could coordinate a good running game. Mike Munchak was a rush game coordinator as well as an offensive line coach. Of course, he had a head coaching experience. He was a Hall of Famer. You're not going to get that kind of guy. Now, we, um, I can't remember who mentioned it. Um, and it was way, it was way back there at the beginning of the show. Um, and if you did, I'll recognize your name when I when I find it. Um, they said that Doug Marone was a very good who late of Jacksonville, who was a very good offensive line mind. You get a guy like that, that would be absolutely amazing. Um, you never know because that's the same thing that that Mike Munchak did to get back in. That would be a very good hire. I don't know a lot of offensive line coaches out there like I would have known offensive coordinators out there. I knew a lot of the names. But what I'm saying, you got to get the running game back. And to get the running game back, you need to be able to open holes for them. You know you're going to draft an offensive lineman, either one or two. Right. They're bringing somebody in. I would imagine that – let me ask you this. You think a center's the top priority now? Um, even with Marquise coming back maybe for one year, Marquise, if he's back, he's said to be – Ramon Foster says he's 50-50. Um, do you think that's more important than an OT or a guard? I think it is because I think I think they have they have uh, they have prospects at, at tackle. They, you know, you have you have obviously Shooks, you have Zach Banner, who they they develop both of these guys. And of course, Matt Fathers had a, had a, a pretty good run at, at right tackle. So you have options there. Whereas center, not so much. So if, if you if you're if you go into twenty twenty one under the impression that that Pouncey has one more year and then he's going to call it a career, or maybe he calls it a career this year, then you have to make center your number one priority because. You assume David DeCash was coming back, and obviously we all love Kevin Thoughts and what he, what he did this year and, and and his potential. So you're you're pretty much set at guard. Uh, so you have to go. I think you have to go with center. Do you feel that that uh, guard with? I mean, DeCastro. I think let's say this: a lot of people are down on DeCastro right now. I think he was hurt a majority of this year. Now yeah. he's not one of those guys that's going to come out and say played hurt all year. That's one of my least favorite things to hear after a bad game in the playoffs or like when Mike Mitchell did it, you've heard a lot of people do that. Oh, I played hurt. The excuse comes when they're gone. And I, I know that's probably petty of me to say, but don't come out with that. If you're playing hurt, I respect that, but don't use it as an excuse. DeCastro is not the kind of guy that would do it. You know, you know who else wouldn't do it? And I, this is one of the reasons I have the greatest respect for Chris Boswell. He refused to say whether he was hurt or not. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, a lot of the whispers were that he was hurt. Right. He was hurt a lot this year, but he was still, he didn't miss a field goal this year. If he did, he missed one, but I know he missed four. No, he was perfect on field goals. He missed four extra points. Um, but, you know, there's there's definitely different situations for that. But um, all I'm saying is 
you know, DeCastro was playing hurt. I think you're go. You might see a rebound from DeCastro. I don't expect Big Al to be back. Right. I, can't, I mean, because he is a free agent, I just don't. And there have been a lot of rumblings that uh, he was on a one-year plan, anyways. Um, Pouncy, kind of expect Pouncy to come back, but I think he comes back to the end of his contract, and I think there's one more. There's one more year on that deal because. Uh, because they uh, kicked the can down the road on him, um, right. all, all of Ben. So uh, we'll see what happens there. If he does come back, you do go ahead and you bring somebody in, you groom him for a year, and that's right. and uh, who's to say you're going to have Pouncey for sixteen games? But if you can get back back to the original question, if you can get a guy that could make them run the help them run the ball better again, and actually get a guy that runs the ball better, which I think they're going to be looking at a running back. I think with a running back, we've seen a lot. You can get a great running back in the second or third round. You can get a starting running back. I mean, look at the guys that the, the top rookie running backs that everybody's excited about. Now, um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, he went, he did not go, he went first round, but he went number 32. He almost went in the second round. Um, but Jonathan Taylor, a guy that everybody's excited about in Indy, J.K. Dobbins. Some people are upset that the Steelers didn't pick him. I'm still happy with Claypool. I'm, I'm oh, fine yeah. with that. But J.K. Dobbins is, is another guy. Those guys were second rounders. And not only second rounders, they were later. They were on the later end of the second round. Right. Yeah, that's where you, that's where you get those guys now. That's their new first round, the second round. You got Le'Veon Bell in the second round, um, and you were picking at number seventeen then. So that's a, those are things that you can go ahead and look at. So those those are possibilities. But all I'm saying is that's that's a big thing. If you can get a that running game back into place, I feel that with another year of Ben Roethlisberger, you're going to be okay if that running game's in place. If you can have a resurgent, one more Ben doesn't kill you. It doesn't. And right. I, I have a feeling that he's had some experience with Matt Canada. and But you want to have it in place that you have the right guy for when number seven is not there. So right. that's what I'm looking at, Tony. Yeah, and 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 it it doesn't take much to to, to tweak Ben's game at this point. You know, I think as far as being more effective at, and with – the running game, obviously, you need you need a talented running back, and you need talented linemen who can who can open holes. But you know, I think a lot of people have said this: is you need Ben to un, under center more. I think that would be that would make the running game more effective, and you, and you need him to commit to play action pass and things of that nature. These are all things that he did early in his career, you know. And I realize that that that, that all went away when they brought Todd Haley in and, and made him a, a quick strike, you know, passer, get rid of the ball quicker. So. You know, to ask him the 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 change. You know, you're not asking him to make a total change. You're just asking him to make little tweaks to his game. And I think that's one of the things that having him under center more would, would would help out tremendously. So, Snowman gives us five dollars. Thank you so much, Snowman. You're our buddy. We appreciate you. What do you guys think of the NFL canceling the NFL Combine? Hey, I think that uh, the way it was done last year. I know there was there was a Combine last year, but there weren't a lot of visits. So what I'm thinking is you're in a situation that uh, 
it's just the new world, but we can do a lot of virtual workouts. They've shown that they were able to do it last year. So I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not in, I did, I just briefly saw the news, but I, I don't have a problem with it because that's our situation right now. And I think it's, um, we're not in a situation where we're out of this mess. Right. So, so is that official? Was it officially canceled? That's what I saw on Twitter there. I think of, I forget the guy's name, Tom Polisario or something. Okay. He, he, he reported it, but it's, 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 I don't think it's that huge of a deal this year. I mean, I think he said pro days are still, are still uh, open. So, I mean, it's just, it, it's, we're not, we're not going to get to hear as much about, about these prospects as, as at least not directly uh, during the combine. We'll hear about them with, you know, through the, the draft next, the experts, it's kind of, it'll be kind of like, you know, training camp, but we didn't get to hear a whole lot about, about training camp. That's how the, that's how it's going to be with, with these draft prospects. We're just not going to hear as much about them as we, as we have over the last 10, 20 years. That's it. And I'll tell you this, you know, who did not have a very good combine last year, Kevin Dotson, you know why he didn't have a good combine. He wasn't invited. Yeah. He wasn't there. But it was good enough to go with the uh, Steelers' second pick in the fourth round. And I got to tell you, you guys, everybody's in love with him. Everybody's in love with Kevin Dotson, and for good reason. In fact, I think that's my next jersey. I'm going with a Kevin Dotson jersey my next one. Um, I was I was uh, kicking around Highsmith, but I think I'm going Dotson. That's, uh, that's my new guy. I love him. I think he's fantastic. I think he's he's Ramon Foster 2.0. Absolutely, and that that's a good way to look at it. Josh Parker, do you honestly think Ben is able to win another Super Bowl and with Canada as OC? Yeah, you know what? I actually do. And the re- and you will know this. Tony Tony will tell you this. I'm not the ultimate homer where I'm like all sunshines and rainbows. I'll be Tony and I are the ones that will pick against Pittsburgh first when in our gut we when everybody else, I think, I think Jeff picked uh, Pittsburgh seventeen times this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so, and and there's nothing wrong with that either. I'm just right. uh, not not afraid to go against the Steelers. Gosh, I picked them against. I picked them to lose to the Texans. Like I right. said, I was wrong, but that's what my gut was telling me at the time. I didn't expect them to start out the way they did. I just feel, I think Ben has a Super Bowl run in him, but he's got to have a running game. Right. And and they've got to be they've got to throw the ball downfield, and we are going to find out if that scheme or not. Yeah, and, and and let's not forget it wasn't that long ago that we were talking about Ben Roethlisberger as an MVP candidate. You know, so uh, maybe if, if there there really was something wrong, as much as I supported Victor, maybe there was just something wrong with it with with the philosophy and. And his game planning, maybe somebody like Canada, who's had some success in college and who's been around, maybe he can be that that missing ingredient that that Ben needs to give him one last push. Absolutely, uh, Snowman <laughs> asked, "What's wrong with sunshine and rainbows?" Yeah, I've you know I've uh, I'm that guy though. I've I just go with my gut. My like, gosh, my wife will tell you my gut's not always good, but. Um, the, the thing about that is I'm glad when I'm proved wrong a lot of the times. And sometimes I'm, sometimes I wish I was proved wrong. Um, 
but there you go. Still Dog 88 gives us $2. Thank you, Still Dog 88. If Rodgers and Brady can do it, Ben can. Yeah. Yeah, look at what Brady's doing. He's he has he really has a uh, a good supporting cast and and that's kind of what you need. He's got a very good offensive coordinator in uh Byron Leftwich who he is going to be a head coach in this league. Is there any doubt in your mind, Tony? Oh no. I mean, uh I think the definition of old is realizing that that Byron Leftwich is now a a uh a, a head coaching candidate and he's like a decade younger than me. I can't, I, I can't believe that, that he, he's, he's risen so fast in the coaching ranks. It's amazing. It's a testament to him, man. Gosh, Sean McVay's 15 years younger than you. I think I know, and, but uh, I, I never remember. I remember Byron Leftwich being drafted almost 20 years ago. Yeah. He, he was drafted <laughs> right before um, about eight picks before Troy Palomalo actually yeah. in that draft. I, I remember that. Um, really interesting stuff. I was, I was thrilled um, when they brought him in. So there's going to be so much to talk about my friends. We really appreciate you coming in. You know, the question today was, will the Steelers repeat history with the, uh, you know, going just three and out with, with uh, coaches like this Um, and picking your, bringing your offensive coordinator in. They did it last time. It did not work. I was not from the beginning. I I hated the Feetner hire. Um, and the reason I hated the Feetner hire is because I just felt like it was Ben's pick and they didn't give it any thought. I think the Steelers have been, I think this change has been on the forefront for a long time. Um, they, they typically don't fire coaches. They let their, they really let their contracts run out. I think when, Matt Canada was brought in in March. I believe it was March. I think the thought at that time was that he was the next offensive coordinator of the team. A lot of people thought that, and we're seeing it as a reality. Whether you like it or not, we're going to see what happens. And it's just like anything. When I jump on a plane, I'm hoping my pilot is having a great day. (laughs) and, and, uh, And I might find out that he's... I might see him yelling at a flight attendant beforehand, but... And he could be a jerk, but I hope he's a great pilot. And that's what I'm hoping with Matt Canada. Um, I actually have not heard anything negative about uh, Matt Canada as far as uh, the person he is. I don't really care. I just hope he's a good offensive coordinator, and we'll find out about that. Snowman throws this in real quick. I was getting ready to wrap everything up. The Ratbirds released Mark Ingram. Uh, apparently, ESPN is saying that. They also uh, let uh, Robert. Uh, Robert sniffing the turd go earlier on today. And I, you know, the only reason I say that because I know Jeff and Tony will always laugh at that joke. And I got that from a Redskins fan when he was a Redskin, um, a Washington fan. So with that being said, Hey, thanks so much for everybody that hung out with us. We're going to be talking like this. We're going to be going over great scenarios um, in the future. Um, Now the live chat is a, Excited that the Steelers could pick up Mark Ingram. I don't think that I actually don't think that's going to happen. Um, but you never know. I heard some, I heard some people saying, Hey, pick up Frank Gore. He, wow. He's 40 years old. No, I think he's 38, but uh, I mean, you never know. You bring a veteran guy like that in, not to be just to help groom. I mean, those things happen. So we'll, we'll, we'll just see, but uh, 
with that being said, thanks so much, Tony. I appreciate your time, my friend. Oh, you too. It was great. Uh, great talking to you. Great. Uh, uh, it was very therapeutic to go over some things and Hey, you know, this team, people are, I, I just want to say like people keep talking about how next year they're, they're going to be horrible. Uh, but if they have been back and I know I've said that last year, but if, if they get Ben back and, and, and lose a few players and you don't know who they're going to sign and you know, how, you don't know how their draft class is going to be. I mean, they could still have a good year next year just because they lost in the playoffs. doesn't mean they're going to so, suddenly be a three and 13 team next year. Absolutely. And as my good friend Rod L says, just improve the O-line. Yep. That's what you got to do. <laughs> Thaddeus wants to re-sign Bam Morris. You can do that too. <laughs> John mm. Knox now wants Tim Worley. So here we go. I'll throw in one. Elton Veals, Leroy Thompson, and Merrill Hodge. Bring those guys back too. So for Tony Defio, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. So glad you hung out with us tonight. We will talk to you next week around the same time. Until then, we've got to quote the great and late Rowdy Roddy Piper when we say, just when you think you've got all the answers, we keep changing the questions. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.